Hey, welcome to Gouda Murder Podcast, where we talk about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. I love that song. You know what I'm That's talking about. That's a bop. That was uh, hey, I'm on vacation every single day at the middle of my occupation. Oh, that was hey, we did that for midwinter. We year. did, we did do it, we did do it for midwinter. And so, hey, 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 this is your girl, I almost said, not just do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is your girl, Keely, and I'm coming at you with my other lovely ladies, Kelly and Coda. How are you, ladies? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I almost said, I said your name, I think you mean, and I'm like. I'm you Weird. and you are me. I only did one bad intro. Okay? We are you. you are me and I am you and together us we are, are we. Yes. That's like I think that's like a Beatles song. Watching. Um, I was just here. Yeah. yeah. I don't have Good an evening. O in my name, so I'm you know. yeah. You ha- you don't or have an e. e. You don't have an E. You do have an O in your name. <laughs> an L. Oh. I thought you said O. See? My you don't have hearing. an O in your name. I don't. Dang, my hearing. I think it's my my enunciating isn't. You just getting... gotta look at her when you yeah, talk. I, yeah. Read her lips. <laughs> I just have to read your lips while you're. I'm sitting right. I'm like literally an arm's like away from you, and I still can't hear whatever you're saying. It's not anything to do with you, which is I'm really sure sad. It is. I'm, I'm the mumble. It's okay. It's okay. Mumble. mumble still skin. Anyway, so good evening, ladies, <laughs> and good evening, listeners. Tonight for Gouda, we are. Excited. We are eating some cheeses per usual, mm-hmm. talking some crime, talking mm-hmm. some uh, maple leaf action. Can you guess where I'm going? Probably not. Uh, we are talking about <laughs> no. the Idiot. lovely land. <laughs> oh, land, oh, land, oh, Canada. I can't even read. I, I, I oh, haven't had. Yeah. Land, oh, land. Canada. Our home and native land, but it's not our native land. It's your native land, Canadians. And Canadians. we're really and we're really excited tonight to be talking about your land, your your cheeses, and your crime. Yeah. I thought you guys were friendly. Wrong. What? Just full of murderers. Oh, okay. Nah. I was like, I met plenty of Canadians and they're super friendly. I actually have And they're also low key murderers. <laughs> I've never you need met one. I've met a couple low-key Canadians. Actually, I have a, I have a couple. I have a couple who comes into my other job, uh, and they're super, super nice. I love, I love listening to them because, like, they're. I'm not gonna tell you their names, um, but it's a husband and wife, and they're super, super sweet. Love the, the guy with the beard, the or the handlebar mustache. Yosemite uh, Sam. He has a mustache, but. I don't know if it's. I wouldn't consider it a handlebar. Tall, skinny wife. No, looks like a model. No, oh, okay. no, Sorry. no. Different people. Different people. <laughs> uh, not, not that you're both not beautiful, but uh, the husband does have a mustache. Uh, wife is not tall. She's shorter than me. And, oh, and, okay. Yeah, I'm considered yeah, average. Anyway, continue. Anyway, I love Canadians because they are super sweet. At least the ones I know. I don't know. They could be low key murderers. Who knows? Who knows? They're y'all good at you know hiding cool. it until you get caught. So I haven't yeah, caught you yet. Talking yeah. maple syrup pushers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With your O's and your eyes and your and sorry about so, that. Yeah. Oops, sorry I'm sorry it. that was yeah. so stereotypical. And your, and your oh my gosh. We're gonna get really offensive. No, I'm just kidding. I love I love Canadians. Trigger warning. I, trigger we're warning. all assholes. Trigger warning. We're all ignorant. We're I think we I think we established this. <laughs> Did I offend Where? you by looping you in with my ignorance, Keely? Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, sorry. No, you're very out of all the three of us. Keely is currently in school, so I would say she's oh, probably the I least. I thought you were gonna say she's the sweetest because she <laughs> definitely is. Sure. Oh, uh, I would not say she's the least ignorant um, because she's in school right now. Yeah, she's most educated. She's most educated. Don't you have more? Cre- Never mind. Continue. Continuing. And has more credits than anything. Well, how smart does that make me? <laughs> all these credits that end up being nothing. Smart enough to not get a degree. Um, but smart enough to have the credits. There you go. There you go. I'll get financial aid if I don't have that degree. Oh, oh, so <laughs> the American school system is just trash. Yes, it is. Figure it out, America. We should, we should just cross the border. And anyway, go to let's not get on that tangent. Anyway, I'm really excited about Canada and all of their people is. Plink. Oh, you're pouring? No, she's pouring. Or sharing? Sharing. Are you not drinking it at all? No, oh. I actually like this one. It's good. It's good Chardonnay. We're drinking some Chardonnay. We're drinking some 19 Crimes Hard Shard is literally what it's called. Hard Shard. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> our last episode, we were just yeah. talking about shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard Shard. Hard Shard. That's what they're for. I'm not going to tell you. We're not talking about that again. We're not again. talking about this. Continue. So we're talking about Canada and all of its glorious cheeses, snacks, and people, minus the bad ones, a.k.a. the ones Keely's going to be talking about tonight. Uh, But I'm excited because uh, the cheese that we have is pretty dang divine. We're going to be pairing it it with some wine, not the hard shard, but with a different wine tonight. And I'm excited. I am looking forward to listening to the story that Keely has presented us or has ready for us. I'm excited to share with you some, you know, Canada facts, or maybe not any facts, just some interesting tidbits, and, uh, you know, just kind of sitting back and relaxing. Listeners, I hope you're ready, and uh, Keely, take it away. Okay, so May 4th, 1970, in Port Credit, Ontario, Carla Homolok, Homolok, say it, Homolka. Oops, my bad, Carla. Spell it out. How are you saying it? Homo, LKA. Pride Month. Homolka. Homolka. Okay. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. So she grew up in a seemingly normal family. She was described as intelligent, charismatic, uh, but beneath the surface, there were some dark tendencies brewing that they could see at an early age, just not really brought to light uh, publicly. Okay. There was no detail on that. Just parents. Just vague. Yep, yeah, parents mentioned out. that there was issues in the house at some point when she was growing up, and they that thought that it was just. Side. Yeah, they thought that it was just like a, a phase, you know, going through the. It's not a phase. Don't it is a phase. The phases, kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Bernardo was born in August or on August twenty seventh, nineteen sixty four. He was the oldest son of Kenneth and Marilyn Bernardo and had two younger siblings. However, behind closed doors, Paul experienced a troubled childhood. There were reports that suggested that he was a victim of physical and emotional abuse at the hands of his mother Mm. and exhibited deviant sexual behavior in his teenage years, including spying on the neighbor girls and stealing from said neighbors. I mentioned these two because it wasn't until the late 1980s that Carla met Paul. Now, Carla is much younger than him. She was 17, and he was about 20, 20 and some change. That's not that Okay. Anyway. I mean, she was a minor when they met, right. and he was... A big enough gap that they should yeah. be dating. 64. Hey, listen. 
Listen, get out of here. Anyway, they met. Carla met Paul. She was obsessed with him. Paul had a charming, he was a charming and manipulative man. They They all are. Well. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Some of them. (laughs) They soon became a couple and their relationship took a very twisted turn. And together they embarked on a horrifying spree of sexual assaults and murders. Oops. <laughs> Carla and Paul's relationship was characterized by a disturbing dynamic that enabled and perpetuated. Per- oh. oh my gosh, I can't talk. Per- yes, oh my gosh. Perpetuated? <laughs> Their heinous oh, you crimes. Perpetuated. You can understand her, yeah. I worked I with her, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. At first glance, their relationship appeared to be that of a normal couple, but behind closed doors, their twisted bond formed. Um, anyway, their relationship quickly developed into a shared interest in sado- sadomasochism. Oh my gosh. Sorry, let me grab my... I can't read today. Uh, sadomasochistic sexual acts and a fascination with rape and violence. They engaged in role-playing scenarios and eventually acted, or enacted their fantasies together. Eventually, Paul grew tired of role-playing and wanted to actually commit the acts they played behind closed doors. Mm. Carla, who would do anything to please her man, willingly participated in sexual assaults committed by Paul and even helped him in luring these victims. Paul's control over Carla was evident in their crimes, while Carla later claimed to have been coerced and abused by Paul. Evidence suggested that she was an active participant and a willing accomplice in their violent acts. There were videotapes that were found by the police that revealed that Carla not only assisted in the crimes, but also appeared to take pleasure in the suffering of their victims. The level of abuse within their relationship is a subject of controversy and debate. Carla portrayed herself as a victim, alleging that she suffered physical and psychological abuse at the hands of Paul. However, some argue that she used to claim to deflect responsibility and receive a more lenient sentence. Ultimately, the relationship... Go ahead. I'm sorry. It was like almost like she was conditioned to enjoy it, and if she didn't, she'd be either punished or something like that. Like, I mean, not to, not to excuse her, but... Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, as possible, maybe, especially maybe. pruning or conditioning, same diff, different things, different, you know, like if, I don't know, if, if I've heard so many stories of like, oh, well, if it's not, if, if I'm not the one getting hurt, then I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Ultimately, the relationship between Carla and Paul serves as a haunting example of how two individuals can fuel each other's darkest tendencies leading to a string of unimaginable crimes that shocked the world. Now let's get down to the dirty details. Their first known victim was Carla's younger sister, Tammy. Oh, that's rude. Why Tammy? And also, why your younger sister? Why Tammy, you ask? Why? Paul told Carla that he longed for a virgin, and Carla knew exactly where to find one. Ugh, that's evil. December 24th, 1990. Carla and Paul lured Tammy to their family home in St. Catharines, Ontario. They drugged her with animal tranquilizers, tranquilizers, and sexually assaulted. Oh my gosh! Sexually That's assaulted hard. her 
honestly, it's the end of the day. Uh, tragically, Tammy choked on her own vomit and died. <clears throat> Carla and Paul staged the scene to make it look like an accidental death, and it was initially ruled out as such by authorities. So uh, they didn't want to kill her, they just wanted to rape her. Yep. And when she choked and started regur- regurgitating the fucking tranquilizers, tranquilizers mm-hmm. words are hard. They, they just, like, they just, uh, well, I mean, I don't say obviously, they're oh, yeah, we did it. They, they, they covered it up. Yep, covered it up. And so it was successful. They even and attempted to roll her nope. and try to stop it? Nope. They, so they mm-hmm. had, they had sexually assaulted her. She was uh, out on the, on those drugs, on those tranks. Um, oh, um, they basically, once they were done with her, they closed her in the bedroom and went to bed for the night. <gasps> and came back and obviously, she, had, she, she the ED. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So, they were encouraged by their success in getting away with Tammy's death. Carla and Paul continued their violent acts. They became known as the Scarborough Rapists for a series of sexual assaults committed in that area of Toronto. These crimes terrorized the community for years, with numerous women falling victim to their their. Nasty Abuse. acts, yeah. Nasty I don't acts. understand how did they not do an autopsy on her? Maybe it could have been like an OD, but like also an autopsy to see like a sexual. That's what I'm saying. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't see. They didn't see a need to. It's <laughs> they it's it's the younger sister. Too. Yep, they had a couple drinks for Christmas and went to bed. Wow. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Like, so Way when to they go. say family home, it was their their home. It was. Paul, Paul, and Carlos. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no one else was there. It's just nope. the three of them. Yep. But I'm also like, oof, 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 mm-hmm. oof, oof. Do you think like you know the family probably obviously didn't assume Paul and Carla? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. I said Paul and well, that's Carla. That's why Paul. Same shit. Say family home. I wondered if it was like, did no one hear her? Or right. Were they not? No, it's at their house. Okay. Yeah, at their. She house. brought. They brought her over. Oof. Yeah. Hey, mom. I'm gonna borrow my sister for the night. I mean, and a lot of like, people what the have hell? that relationship though. Like, oh yeah, little sister still hangs out with big sis because they're like buds. Yeah. So even if they're married or whatever, yeah. and that yeah. should be there should be a safe thing. There should be yeah. a safe space. Absolutely. Not fucking to be nasty. Lord. Attacked by your sister mm, and her husband. Mm. Yikes. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh, I'm going to stop there for a cheese break. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, I am ready for some cheese and wine. And that's what we're going to do. Canadian cheese, but not Canadian wine. And it's really not Canadian cheese, however. It's in the spirit of Canada. We tried. We really tried. I mean, okay, come on. Listen, I'm in the Midwest. I do what I can with what I got. And today with Canada, a lot of, again, a lot of very, again, Canada is a mixing pot of many different cultures. I don't want to exclude that there aren't many. However, it is predominantly influenced um, by, you know, British, French, and the Americas, because we're, again, so fucking close, but a lot of French, a lot of French. And if you caught a similar Canada episode, you would know that a lot of these more influential Canadian cheeses are from the Quebec area, which is known for its high influence of the French 
culture. So a lot of soft cheeses. There are some, you know, firmer cheeses, even some, uh, even some harder cheeses. Or like there is a cheese uh, going back into my research. Let me just get a. Just one page. I just wanted to get. <laughs> I just wanted to get the full effect of it. Sound effects. Uh, sound effects. <laughs> uh, let me. Let me. Let me see here. Let me see here. There is a cheese that is a firmer cheese. It's not a. It. The when I was looking at it, it looked almost like a blue cheese because it had like this bluish green stripe through the middle of it, and it's actually vegetable. Um, cooked like vegetable ash. That's like cooked. Not cooked into it, but like. Mixed into it or produced into it where it's like this thin, fine line. Um, bear with me here. I'm going to look through all my notes. And I'm going to look at and it's going to say veggie something. Oh, haha. The uh, number nine out of top ten cheeses. So number nine, not number one, number nine. Uh, le, le, del, excuse me. Le, D-O-U-A-N-I-E-R. Donier? Le Donier? Is a semi-soft cheese produced in Quebec by master cheesemakers, uh, or master cheesemaker, excuse me, Fritz Kaiser. It is a pasteurized cow's milk with washed and brushed brine, and it matures for about nine weeks, which still really isn't a long-aged cheese when you think about it. nine weeks. That's like that's what a baby. that's baby. That's still only about like a little over two months. However, with this cheese comes a smooth texture. It's supple and filled with small little eyes, so we know what that means. Little gas bubbles. To, uh, yeah, exactly. Little <laughs> bubbles. And it is layered. It has a layer or is layered of a vegetable ash running through the middle. So it kind of looks, it, so it looks like, you know, this. It's, it's a white creamy or a white firm cheese with this like blue green line through the middle. And then again, another layer of the whitish, creamyish normal looking cheese and uh it's very interesting so we have a lot of soft cheeses mostly soft cheese it's usually semi-soft or soft uh because of such the influence that france has on canada i mean not to say that there aren't hard or firmer cheeses or you know more mature cheeses however these more popular ones that i found in my research are very much more like the lower aged softer spreadable creamier cheeses uh so like the cheese that we have today, which is a camembert. Uh, it again, it is a moist, uh, soft, <laughs> creamy cheese, similar to, <laughs> you like that? Uh, moist. For all of you people who hate that word, I'm just going to dive right into it because I love it, especially when describing cheeses, because the, the, it is exactly that. It is a spreadable, soft, supple, supple uh, cheese where it has a higher melting point. I wouldn't even say higher melting point. It just melts easily because it is already such a soft cheese at itself. At room temperature, room temperature, it is already like almost like a butter, like spreadable consistency, which is really good and really delicious. And with this taste of cheese, it is it does have more of a mild tang to it. It has very earthy notes, especially in the rind of mushroom notes, which pairs well with 
you know, such foods as we may or may not have previously spoken of, of like baguette slices, crackers, apples, those sort of delicious on-point cheese pairing items, as well as more of a dry bubbly drinks, such as champagnes, Rieslings, Cabernet Sauvignons, or light reds. And so today we are going to pair this cheese with a Sauvignon, uh, excuse me, a California. I didn't, I couldn't, you know, Canada. I don't know about your cheese game. I do know a little bit more about your cheese game. I didn't look really much into your wine game. So I've looked forward to our listeners input on any Canadian wineries. Please email us gouda.murder at gmail.com. Let us know. And uh, let us know about your wine game. But for today, I did get a, you know, more popular uh, wine location, a California Sauvignon Blanc, which is supposed to go well with a Camembert. Uh, As well, I I thought it was like easily interesting to know that you know, before we wine and cheese this up or wine and dine it, however you want to talk about it, Canadian cheeses are classified. They have a few more classifications. And I don't know if it's because it has more of uh, me, French influence that they have more categories or more um, more ways of basing their cheeses that they produce versus like, you know, general, I just say the Americas where we're like, yeah, it's cheese, it's delicious. Um, Canadian cheeses are classified into six categories based off their one moisture content, uh, their firmness. Uh, it, 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 okay. Just kidding. It's, it's based, it is based off their moisture content, which are the six categories are firm, semi-soft, soft, fresh, Blue veined or hard. So those are six categories versus most commonly, most most cheeses, I don't want to say all of them, but most cheeses can be classified as a firm, soft, or semi-soft. Okay? Interesting. So Canada. Canada. I see Canada, and excuse me, I'm so sorry. It's just it just rolls off my illiterate tongue so well. Um that I don't know. It's just very interesting to me that to know that you have a little bit more classifications, not to say other areas or countries don't, but I just, you know, was pleasantly surprised. Canada, you got your cheese on stack. Because if you guys don't remember, which I do with our Kraft Mac and Cheese, that is actually a Canada company. Canadian and U.S. joint company, Kraft Mac and Cheese. I love your mac and cheese. Um, And that also, I think, would fall into one of those cheese categories. I don't know which, not, no offense, it wouldn't be fresh. However, it would maybe be, you know, that soft, that soft, delicious, ooey gooey pasta mac and cheese that we all love so much, so, so, so much. And knowing that, and, and another interesting fact, uh, Can- Can- Canada, Canada produces over 1,500, 1,500 to 1,500 varieties and brands of cheese. So good to you, Canada. I love cheese and you be the place to be, apparently. I love it. Uh, not only do you provide a large variety and brands of cheeses, but you also ver- you also provide interesting snackies. Um, I, in, my, in my search and in also knowing a couple Canadians myself, uh, I didn't realize, but like pickle chips, like not pickle chips like fried pickles, but actual pickled potato chips yep. are a big thing. Big oh, yeah. thing up there, uh, as well as ketchup chips. Yeah, disgusting. 
I did not. I would say, Coda, I I tried to look for ketchup chips for you because I know. uh, It's not the same as dipping chips in ketchup. It isn't. I'm sure it isn't. But did you? I saw that a certain brand, a a certain a certain brand of our nacho, our you know tostita like chips, corn chips, Doritos. They had ketchup Doritos out. Well, you wrinkle your nose out. I think you would like that. They also have a mustard one out too. Yeah. I I because I remember seeing ketchup chips. I almost tried. I I did try to find. I almost bought them because, but I was unsuccessful. Unsuccessful at finding them. I was thinking like, oh yeah, we'll have this Canadian inspired cheese. We'll have our maple bacon. We'll have some other great, uh, you know, wine, and we'll have ketchup chips. And Koda will love it. And then she wrinkles her nose at me. How? Doritos and ketchup don't sound appetizing, but like a plain Lay's okay. with ketchup, I could, okay. I could do it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, we don't have the ketchup <laughs> chips, unfortunately. I know, I know. Me yeah, and Keely are really good. missing out oh, no. on this flavor blast of an experience. And, and, <laughs> just stop. Just stop. No. And, <laughs> I, wasn't even, I was not even the one who brought up chips and ketchup you did pizza rolls and ketchup which Which turned into chips and ketchup because you were saying it's like french fries and ketchup and i'm like oh it isn't see she's trying to back roll on this and she's like well i didn't bring it up but now she's leaning it's like well it is it is like it and i'm like "Mm." eat moldy cheese old cheese you exactly (laughs) you've been eating it too you lied to us you know, I did not lie. I tastefully convinced you. I did not lie about the gargonzola. I tastefully convinced convinced you to put it on a salad, and you said you liked it. So it was all right. You lied about the gargonzola. That'd be really good. Anybody who wants to make us shirts, you lied about the gargonzola. I will buy. And we'll invest. Or sponsor us. Yes, sponsor us. murder at gmail.com. Let us know. Remember, yes. if it's for free, it's if for it's Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, if it's for That's free, it's for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. You are. It's for Keely. Keely is for her. It's for her Cody. No, God. No. no. I'm just trying Somebody to make it work. Call me that and I'm just I'm trying like, to make it work. Stop it. It's not, but I mean, okay, come on. All right, anyway. So let's try this cheese and wine. Shall we? Okay. In true fashion, you just get the cheese. Just grab the cheese. The sticky cheese. Can we share a piece? Yeah, I do. Okay. Thank you, guys. That's a big slice. It's a good slice. Look at this. Look at this. Can you stop playing with your food? I can't. I have to enjoy every aspect of it, and playing with it is a part of it. Kids, play with your food, because that's the only way you're going to love it. Okay? Okay. I'm. This is not the correct wine. I have a whole glass of the other wine. I'm going to open this. Wait, wait, hold. Let me just get the. Here, let me just. Here, here, here. I'll, I'll do it first. Okay, Keely, do it first, and then I'll drink from her glass, and then I'll finish this other Keely, glass, and then I'll finish this bottle. Why did you just clink your cheese to your glass like it was going to make noise? I threw away a rind earlier, and it hit this plastic cup, and it bounced out of the garbage, have, and it was really funny. I have a rind ball right here. Cute. All right, I'm going to drink it. Yeah, it's, um. It's different. It brings out that uh, mushroom mushroom. basement, the wet basement. (laughs) It brings out. You mean the mushroom under notes, not the the wet basement. The wine tasted fine. The wine tasted fine. Okay, so we're drinking again the Sauvignon Blanc, which is a white wine. Oh, look! Not gonna lie, I think I like the Chardonnay better. 
the Chardonnay is a little bit more sweet. The, the, the hard Chard that we've been drinking earlier is a little bit more sweeter compared to this. Uh, it is it's more of a drier exciting. white wine. <laughs> this is so bad. No way. But with, with this cheese. Have some bacon. Yeah, have some bacon with it. It's good. It out. It's good. I like it. I like it. it was, it it's definitely it. a different <clears throat> taste flavor experience. And that's all you have to say. It's it, a different flavor it did experience. It bring out that mushroom no. flavor. It does. Yeah, yeah. The dryness of the wine it does bring out the... <laughs> Shut up. It's not basement. It's, it's not a basement flavor. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Coda coming in clutch <laughs> with these puns. <laughs> all right. Good. Well, definitely try it out. Uh, maybe not necessarily with a, a dry white wine, if that's not your jam. But if you do like a more drier flavor, a more earthier flavor, definitely try I, this out. Try try the Kembert. I think. Also, just because I'm saying it's bad doesn't mean that it's no. True. I like I like I we have a trifecta. We have a and, trifecta of opinions yeah. in this. I I think we should try table. it melting next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think. Like almost like a dip. I know it's, a, it's supposed to be more of a fresh or with like, cheese, but taking it to Italy, maybe <laughs> like throwing in some, some flatbread, tomato, and oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like instead of doing a mozzarella and tomato flat with spinach, but like do camembert. See how that turned out. That would that be would really be good. Easy. That would be very good. I thought see? it would melt like really well. See, see, mm-hmm. this is what it's all about. It's all about snap, coming snap, up snap with different clap. flavors and different <laughs> ideas. Just because one flavor doesn't necessarily complement another, in your opinion, doesn't mean it won't complement another flavor. Sorry. And, uh, no. You know, I like this. The that cheese the cheese is the lightheartedness of this experience. It is, is it, it is the time where we should be getting out these fun, haha, hee-hee moments. Here, take my ride. It fucking just jumped out of the trash. It did it? the same thing yours did. I hope you all heard that, the, the thunk, because that was exactly it. This rubber ball of a rhyme, which is totally edible. <laughs> no. If you like cat-infused hair. Bouncy ball rhyme. Bouncy ball that rhyme. That tastes like mushrooms. It is a chewy outer rhyme that when sliced thin <laughs> enough, you, or with a cracker or a baguette, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Uh, for our little simple-brained minds, uh, it's a little too much. However, I'm not going to stop eating with the rhino. out. These ladies can ball the rhino out and uh, dunk it in the trash. Hey, I ate most of my rind. You did. did. You did. I ate all of mine. Of uh, Keely hardly ate any. And so, no, yeah, I saw your graveyard of rind. We called my her out on it. pieces, I ate with the rind. Okay. Damn, you had... I did. I had you couple. ate four rind pieces? <laughs> I sure did, bitch. Anyway, be impressed. I'm proud, no, I'm proud of you for clearing your plate. Good, good, good job. Good on you. Keely gets plate. a sticker. Is this me? I, it's, I don't know. Put how. it on silence. I don't know how. iPhone loser. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like yeah, Coda's still trying to figure out her iPhone. A grandmother. Because oh she's God. a technical, technological uh, dinosaur like my. Anyway, back to you, Keely. <laughs> All right, so before the break, I was just talking about uh, Carla borrowing her sister, uh, Tammy, and murdering her ass. Okay. Um, Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So, you know, they were really excited that they got away with this murder, and they were like, you know what? We should do it again. Why not? Um, So, 1991. So, 
Tammy died in December December 24th in 1990. Um, only a few months later into the new year in 91, Carla and Paul decided that they were going to try to do something a little outside of uh, family. Okay. Carla posed as a lost woman and went up to two young girls named Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French. And she, walked right up to them? Mm-hmm, walked right up to them and I think it was a grocery store parking lot and said, hey, you know, me and my husband are lost. Do you think you could come come over here and give us directions? No. The young girls said, yeah, absolutely. They went over there towards the car that Carla was standing at and uh, Paul came up from right behind the girls, grabbed them both and threw them in the car. Mm-hmm. Took them. Abducted them right there in the parking lot. No one saw anything. Or no one saw anything and reported it, at least. That's disgusting. Yeah, if you would have saw it and mm-hmm. not, still not have reported it, shame on you. Yep. They, Actually, uh, shame on you. Some people don't. They don't want to get involved. Yep. Yes. They waited until they got home. Uh, they got the girls in the house and kept them captive for a while. Ugh. Uh, Leslie and Kristen were repeatedly sexually assaulted and tortured daily. Um... Carla and Paul recorded the majority of their acts on videotapes, documenting the extreme brutality inflicted upon the girls. The recordings served as chilling evidence of the crimes. On June 29, 1991, Carla left the house to run some errands, leaving Paul alone with the girls. During her absence, Kristen was brutally murdered by Paul. Mm. The following day, Leslie suffered the same fate. Mm. Their bodies were dismembered and disposed of in nearby locations. Um, again, they thought they got away with it, but this time Carla said, I don't know, we, I think we should chill out for a while. Cool. Yeah, right. Cool, cool, cool. Paul was, uh, driving home one day and got pulled over for, you know, maybe a busted taillight or something, and he was arrested for unrelated charges. Mm. Not related to the deaths of these girls. Mm-hmm. But during the investigation... The police discovered videotapes that Carla and Paul had recorded their crimes to, which served as enough evidence, as evidence yeah, against so them. Yeah, so he had them on him, on his phone, or like, or was well, 91, 90, just kidding. Yeah. But, but like, he had the videotapes, like, how, how, how did... They, they went back to his house oh, and... They had a search warrant for yep. other charges. Yep. Oh. But they didn't say what he got arrested for to begin with? I will go over that. Ooh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Sorry. Um, the videotapes were discovered. They arrested Carla as well. And, you know, Carla's role in the crime and her level of involvement became a subject of intense scrutiny and debate. I kind of talked about that before the the cheese break, but yeah. tons of people are saying she was coerced. Uh, other people are saying that, She's no, she was in on it. She chose to do this. This wasn't. It's a hard line to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Um, so in a, in a controversial Legal move. Carla struck a plea deal with the Crown prosecutors. In exchange for her testimony against Paul, she pleaded guilty to manslaughter in the deaths of Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French and was sentenced to 12 years in prison. This plea bargain shocked and outraged the public as many believed her role in the crime warranted a much harsher punishment. It wasn't until after she took the plea deal that they found the evidence that she was a willing participant in the cruel murders of these girls. But mm-hmm. they didn't charge her further. So you, can't, nope. you can't be charged. Nope, because she already took twice. the double jeopardy. Yep. Yeah, double jeopardy. <clears throat> yep. So. <clears throat> Oof. 12 years in prison. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And she's roaming free now. Carla was released in 2005 after serving her full sentence. She has changed her name and attempted to live a low-profile life, but her notoriety continues to follow her. The case of Carla remains a chilling reminder of the depths of human uh, depravity and the controversial nature of the plea bargains in the justice system. Just so you know, Carla has a couple kids. She's married now. Mm -hmm. I wonder if her husband knows who she is. Has to. He does. He does. There's no way. Obviously has to. How could you you keep that? Mm -hmm. Either... Either you from uh, how could Carla or but I mean just on general like excuse me I'm just cutting in there cutting in there cutting, cutting in there um like how could you oh sorry good talk uh-huh. well a lot of people will be like well they changed they've never done anything like that to me no I could yeah I could never no couldn't mm-hmm. go well, couldn't get over that so um Paul. Mm was found guilty of murder and numerous other charges and was sentenced to life imprisonment without uh, the possibility of parole. He remains incarcerated to this day. So what did Paul get arrested for in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> Paul, we February 1993, Paul Bernardo is arrested on unrelated charges of kidnapping and raping, um, of killing Ma Jabin Latif and Elizabeth Bain. So he's arrested for killing two other people. On top of the people he has already killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did he actually kill those people? He did. He well, did. Without, so without did Tammy. That. How, yeah. Um, they were able to. Sorry, I have that somewhere down here. Um, they they had suspicion that he was there. Um, at the time of the disappearance of those two girls. And then they also had a witness come forward and say that it was it was Paul. Mm-hmm. This, but this was how long after it happened? I don't have that information. Oh, okay. I okay. I just have that he was arrested for the murder of two additional. Gotcha. And then when they did, and it didn't say whether or not he was dating what's her name at the time. She was he was she, she was not involved, involved in that. Okay. Nope, but she was involved in Tammy. Yeah. Uh, Kristen and her sister. Yep. 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 Wow. Yeah. So. This is what happens when you don't have the love you need when you're growing up. I also want to talk about um, <clears throat> sometimes your fantasies are meant to stay fantasies. Absolutely. Okay. Like, I'm not um, going to keep shame people who are into, like, the domination. The subs and doms. Yeah. Do your thing. Play. That's but with consent. That's, yeah, that's what doms and subs are adults. for. Mm-hmm. Adults. Yes. Adults. Adults. Consenting. Consenting adults. Adults. Okay. Consent. Um. Yeah, I, uh, going through this, uh, I was kind of thinking about, I've been with my partner for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for him, but not that. Right. I, listen, if, if you want to explore other things i'm down but i am not that down mm-hmm. like let's throw a pineapple on the door <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'm not down either <laughs> let's throw a lupa on our camper <laughs> that was an accident okay <laughs> I, I didn't realize that was a real thing that was an accident and i'm terrified also lupas are for swingers if you are in aren't uh, knowledgeable of that and you yeah. camp don't hang your loof up after you shower unless unless you're down to swing yeah 
Trick-or-Treat secret. They it's hear terrifying. You just know, like, it's, ter- it's not terrifying. It was terrifying. I, I wasn't prepared. Terrifying. You just were, I think you were caught off guard heavily. Yeah, they're coming up. Oh, you trying to fuck? What? They did not say that. No, no. They were like, you want to come back to my camper? We're open. Our camper's Mm. open at all night. Mm. And that's what they said. Yeah, that's a compliment. That is a compliment. Listen, I'll take that compliment all day. However, I think you were just thrown off. I just, I felt, I I felt so like. Naked. Yeah, I felt like I should put more (laughs) layers on and I was in like sweats and a hoodie. How is that any different when from some dude cat calling you or like, hey, you look really nice today. Because the hey, you look really nice today wasn't because they saw something that. Right. But you they did, saw you it. it was no, they, no, no. Uh, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna rebuttal it because they saw you, saw the loofah, and then approached you. Not just like, I'm going to approach these ugly loofah people. But I don't wow. know. I don't know if they actually saw us, though. However, but they still when they they saw the loofah and came you, and saw the fire. But that's what I mean. They approached you and still went with went through with it after Full they set. saw you. They were like, "We're still down for anything." They could have. They could have easily were, saw yeah. the loofah. I'm on Keely's side here. They're probably staking you guys out. No, they no. Saw no. They could have easily saw the loofah, which I'm not denying, and saw, "Oh, they down swing." They're like, mm-hmm. and then come up to your fire or come up to see you, then saw you and be like, "Oh fuck no!" And then like, "Oh, we're lost." <laughs> And right. could turn right back April around. Fools. But they saw you and Austin, and they still went with it. They're like, look at so that that's still burly, compliment. burly bear of a man and that little ginger he's got. Yeah. Little yeah. That little ginger gumdrop. Yeah. They're all about it. They're okay, all well, about now it. I feel cute. So. See? That's okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> Kelly, stop it. You're supposed to be on my side with this. I am. I am on no, your side. I'm no, you're 100% you're saying, on your side. You're saying it was my fault. No. <laughs> I'm saying. for it. I'm saying I'm sorry. they nope. thought you and Austin were cute, and you're saying they just saw my loofah, and that's why they came over. Like, okay, that could be true, they saw the but they followed through. They followed through I after they saw point. you. I do. I do. You could have. I, I mean, if I were that, I would have been like, oh yeah, they're down to clown. Let's go see what they're see what they're about, and then you see them, you're like, oh fuck no. Oh, do you know where the bathrooms are? They could have easily said that. And fucking left. in your RV, what? Yeah, your loofah. Do you know where the shower is? Exactly. Exactly. They could have totally backfired. They totally no, could have no, they could have. They could have, but still weird. They, they could have swiped left. They swoped. Swope. Right. They swoped right. They but swoped. anyway, <laughs> okay. So, in. you know, I creep on TikTok, and uh, I looked up Carla and the information. And I there's a couple people that are really big in true crime, and they were talking about their opinion on if Carla was innocent in this situation and just did what she needed for her man, or if she was a honestly, honest, willing participant. One of the ladies, I mean, full-sided opinion, she was 100% against Carla. Fuck Carla. She did this. In fact, she probably got this in Paul's head. Like, she was one of those types of people. And the other, like, uh, the other couple people were both like, no, they both... They both were down, uh, in Kelly's word, to clown. They were down yeah. to clown. Um, so down to loofah. But they even, you even said Kelly. that, like, <laughs> he had uh, deviant behavior as a teenager, so. Yeah, but, and I mean, also was, she, she did, but it was never, too. yeah. But they didn't say hers was a sexual tendency, correct? I mean, it was never, it, it was never brought up to what it actually was. It. Yeah. That's so, I mean, what if. What if she was a peeping Tom and they just peeped Tom together? Maybe hers wasn't even sexual. It was just bringing pain or harm to anybody. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Also, everyone needs to check their red flags, okay? If your red flag matches someone else's red flag, 
maybe they're not meant for you and you need to work on that flag. Make it a little lighter. A pink flag. A pink flag at that. Okay. So I'm, I'm just thinking like, you know, Don't. someone someone in your relationship always has to be smart in any scenario. So if I say, hey, Austin, it'd be really cool if I shaved my head. Right? He'd be like, yeah, full send. It, well, yeah. <laughs> well, see, my husband would be like, whatever makes you happy, babe. <laughs> yes, but also at the same time, okay. Let, let would, me think of something a little more serious. He would be the egger someday. He'd be like, what, yeah. babe, no, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> if he was, if I was like, hey, it'd be really cool if I broke my fingers, and he'd be like, you know, oh, yeah. let's talk about the benefits of not doing that. Yeah, you know, someone right. has to be shaving your head is is you both off topic. I don't think but, he would be that nice guy. He'd be like, are you fucking stupid? Well, yeah, that. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Someone yeah. also has. Someone always has to be voice that like reason. the voice of reason yeah. in your Bring relationship. Like, it's great if you guys. It's great if you guys both agree on something, but if it's you're agreeing on everything. All the time, twenty four seven. There think might it's be. To there, never disagree. Yeah, there might be a small issue okay, as well. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not saying like full on like. I'm not saying you should always disagree. Fight. Yeah, no. Right. But you're a person with your own opinions. You are. You're allowed to, to have disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy conversation and disagreement and discussion. A passionate conversation. Yeah. About something. That yeah. No, that's totally fine. On. Yeah. No. I think you're, you're correct. Like, if she was in her right mind. That's why I'm saying, was she lacking in the... If her parents were hiding it, was it because they were embarrassed by her? Was she missing this compassion that she, or also, attention she truly needed? And yeah. she found somebody who gave her attention. And she and said, it just I wasn't. don't want to lose this. Yeah. I'm going to yep. do whatever I, it takes to keep him because he makes me feel like I'm wanted. But young girls do that too. Absolutely. I mean, she was only 17. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Even if she he was only three years older than her, three years... Uh, it's be a difference, especially when you're young, when you meet yeah. young. One hundred percent. Because he's older. Oh my god. Versus twenty twenty one year old who isn't necessarily mature, but has that much more experience. Yeah. And knows more of an influence. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent could have groomed her. I think she had the tendency, but he probably influenced her to act on that tendency. Yep. So I, think, I don't I, think I bet there was a lot of guilt, a lot of manipulation. Like, oh, if you don't do this, you yeah. don't love me. Yeah. Well, if you really loved me, yeah. ew. Yeah. Ew. Oh, ew. Gross. Yeah. If that ever came out, I, well, I have had that come out of previous, like, past, keyword past relationships. I say that shit as a joke to Austin sometimes. Like, if you loved me, you would do this. I'm like, that is <laughs> not <laughs> like, a thing. If you really like, love me, you'd share this blanket right now. And he's like, this is the only blanket on the bed. I was like, I know. I left yours downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you manipulative beast. I know. Wow. I've never done that. I'm like, get the fuck off my side of the bed. Get the fuck off my side of the bed. That's awesome. No, I'm 100% the koala all the time. What? Like, up on him? Yes. I, See, I'm not. I have to, like, my foot has to touch Don't him. Touch me. My, my arm is somewhere. Did I make it? No, you didn't. No. You fucking bounced out again. God damn it. My hand, in my hand goes into out. the Rice Krispie Treats. My hand's gone into his mullet while he's sleeping. Disgusting. I am so mullet. Happy Josh is getting his CPAP tomorrow. Oh, very nice. Congrats. <laughs> Tell me you're getting old without telling me you're getting old. I'm so glad my husband's getting a CPAP. I am. How romantic. <laughs> I can't wait for that gear. If you, had to, if you had to fucking listen to him snore and then stop breathing for like a minute. So, how do you sleep? Like, you can use I had to that. learn how to sleep. Yep. Thanks to his ass. 
but literally his friends like before i met him they'd like go out to the bar and then they'd all crash at one of their friends houses and like a couple of them are like we literally stared at you and you stopped breathing for almost three fucking minutes we yep. had 911 ready to go yep because he'll just like and then and yep. I'll have to like, and that, nudge him. That and relief like, breath? <gasps> yep. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, like he's so gasping for life. Scary. I got... He's still like white asleep. White asleep? White asleep. White asleep. asleep. White asleep. I mean, that's how he acts all day. He can sleep through every, everything. How terrifying. Yep. Is his that? little Never. brother, when um, he was still with his, I want to say he was still with his ex, or he was, it was before me and he was living at uh, his old house or an apartment or something. He was dead to the world. Like, didn't answer the door for his brother who showed up. They literally crawled through his bedroom window over him, over his bed, and he didn't even know they were there. Yep. Yep. Like, you could have been robbed and murdered in your sleep. That's a hard sleep. I love that. No, she pisses me off. Your alarm's alarm's going off for two hours. And I was like, you were supposed to be up 10 minutes ago. Why do you have 37 alarms? So I'll wake up. I have to wake up at 3 a.m. just to wake his ass up so he can get to work at 4.30. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. So I don't get a full night's sleep because his ass won't fucking wake up to his alarm. Yep. Not to me, but I So I'm just saying, if anyone's got a But I do wake up to all my alarms. No, you you wake up. I can hear you grab your phone and turn the alarm off. He does not. Nope. It'll go. Nope, it'll just keep going. Um, and then it'll stop because it's gone for too long, yeah. and it'll start all over again. Disgusting. You get, like, a moment of peace, and I was like, oh, cool, he actually snoozed And he even has it. his phone. <laughs> and there's two alarms at our house because there's the phone alarm, yep. and there's the alarm. The alarm. hotel alarm that you gotta get up and go turn it off. That's the yep. worst. That's the absolute worst. Yep, yep, yep. I do so do that. if anyone has a motive for smothering someone in their sleep, yeah. don't look at me. Don't look at On next week's episode, we talk about the loss of Coda's husband. Yeah. No, no clue where he went to. Yeah. CPAP gone wrong. <laughs> they fitted it. It on. was on too tight. I did. Oh, no. no, I did. Okay, so I know about the CPAP. My mother. She farted right into one. it. Yeah. He died. <laughs> she farted right into it. His huh? mother. My mother-in-law has yes. CPAP, right? Mm-hmm. When the power went out recently, they used the generator, right? Yeah. <gasps> My father-in-law, the generator was running out of gas. He decided to shut it off and fill it back up while she was still wearing it. It woke her up out of a dead sleep because it cut off her fucking oxygen supply. She woke up gasping for air. And he's like, I didn't think it would be that long. And she's like, fucking warn me next time. Yeah. He about suffocated her ass. That's so scary. I'm just trying to sit there and think about how he'd be like, well, I didn't know. Because I, I, well, I, I can hear him. You're fine. <gasps> yeah, exactly. You're okay. It's just like, Did you die? Yes. Where's my jelly at? <laughs> stop it. Oh, stop <laughs> anyway. It, stop it, be nice. I'm, I'm being nice. Anyway, I'm saying that's so some shit he'd say. If your loved one has a CPAP and you're running on a generator... Let them know if you're shutting the generator off. That'd be smart. That makes sense. Now, the, now, now it makes sense. I wouldn't I have thought about that. I truly wouldn't have either. Yeah, I would have suffocated Josh. Hi, Josh. <laughs> anyway, if you got anything nice to say or not, you can email us at gouda.murder at gmail.com. You could also message or follow us, or both, on Facebook at Gouda Murder Podcast Official. Mm-hmm, I knew that. Mm-hmm. You can follow our Instagram. The 
which is Gouda Murder Pod, all one word mm-hmm. on Instagram. All yep. lowercase. I mean, as soon as you, again, as soon as you Gouda Murder, you're going to see our logo. Yep. Yep. Same thing as TikTok. Murder. Yep. Yeah, TikTok Murder. TikTok Murder. Anyway, thanks for listening. And stay, uh, stay fresh. Cheese, Cheese bags. bags.